Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. We are now on episode 7 of our fan game master arc. We've done this once before. I don't know if there's a proper name for these things. No. And so typically this would be the point where I'm hitting major burnout, but again, I've been sort of getting better each time this Mm. season. However, we have just taken a long gap between recordings. We have taken a long gap. So you've you've lost all puzzle momentum. We're back to square one, but that's all right. Let's find out. Our square one is everybody else's square ten. Where you go? (laughs) Wait. Whoa. I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's where we are. Uh, Every episode this season, we have a guest game master, a fan of the show, come on to run Danny and me through one of their rooms that they've created. Uh, And this episode, our special guest is C-Scans. Welcome. Hi. (laughs) I know nothing about the room that you've brought us. I don't know if you want to wait until we get completely started or do you want to drop like a little quick taste before we ask you some questions? Do you have a tease? What's What's the teaser for the room? The teaser is in the form of two questions. The two questions are this. Danny, if you were a little girl growing up in Victorian times, what plant name do you think you would love to have? What? Well, Danny? Oh, no. What plant name would your little Victorian girl have? <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a good one. How, how much soot is covering your face? <laughs> Oh no, I have too much power. There are some fancy plant names out there. Pick a plant. No, I'm I I I have had Um I think I heard chrysanthemum. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Chrysanthemum. All I was going was not petunia, not petunia. <laughs> Fantastic. Um and the second question, Bill, if you were an insect what kind of insect or bug do you think you would be? I were an insect. That's an exciting But then again, question. no. Oh, or a man God. who made potions and it's... No. Um, if I was an insect, I would be... You know the first thing that jumped into my head? What? Cool stick insect. Oh, I love you know stick those beautiful, insects. long, ridiculous stick insects? Yeah, they're fantastic. That's, I was tempted that's... by dragonfly. Nah, it's ridiculous. But stick insects can't fly. <laughs> they don't need to fly. They're slow and immovable. <laughs> <laughs> they hang out. Oh. What what about ladybugs? The the secret douchebags, the assassins of the insect world. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I will be a. Is there a correct answer to this? No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, I'm a stick insect. Apparently, now you all know my Myers Brig type. <laughs> I would have right. picked mine as a moth. So does that mean that the just sidebar discussion, Danny? Does that mean the room We're in a is going to be a Victorian era girl? garden somewhere? You know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know in in. Uh, Twilight Princess in Legend of Zelda. Oh Twilight no, Princess, where Agatha? There's that, there's that weird bug girl, Agatha, who feels out of time because she looks like a little Victorian girl, <laughs> and she collects bugs all over Hyrule. Yeah, that's what the room's about. It's, it's the most erotic part of the game. <laughs> oh my god! All Do right. you not remember it? I guess not. Well, there we are. We're going to be a Hyrulean bug collector. That is a baffling what an teaser. Interesting escape room thing. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm into it. But we should probably get to the normal questions. After such abnormal questions, what? So, first question that we asked everyone who comes on here, tell us a little bit about your escape room experience. 
I don't have a lot of escape room experience. Actually, the one escape room I think I've really done, I was at a language camp, a foreign language camp. People living in the United States, especially in Ohio, please check out the Ohio Foreign Language Association summer camp. It's fantastic, and they need um, all of the support they can get. They're wonderful. They did a little multi-language puzzle escape it was more of a lockbox than a room because it was a bunch of children and that would probably be considered cruelty. But <laughs> uh, that's the only escape room I've done. But I've always absolutely loved puzzles and codes. I was the kind of person mm. who tried to make up like languages. I have oh yeah a cipher nice. in like a special script that I sometimes write in, in my journal. Like these are the things that are just my absolute bread and butter. I love them so much. Nice. I always found one of the things from our childhood sort of time that really separated people who would like escape rooms and people who wouldn't <laughs> was anybody who tried to decipher the, the Artemis, the Fowl, Artemis codes. Fowl codes at yep. the bottoms of the books. 100%. Of, of all the, I wonder the if that's Fowl still series. an applicable question to ask oh, people. Oh, kids don't read books anymore, Danny. <laughs> How dare play you? play on their iPads. <laughs> And then our, our, our other side of this show is that it's escape rooms mixed with a sort of tabletop role-playing feeling. So do you have any tabletop role-playing experience? That is something I do have a lot of experience in. Quite a few years ago, my partner at the time and partner now, um, my my lovely boyfriend, got me into D&D by making a D&D group with all of my friends but me. Um, because nobody <laughs> thought I would really like it. They thought I would either love it or hate it. Joke's on them, I am obsessed. <laughs> and I have been ever since I started playing. I loved it. I started watching Critical Role and listening to other actual play things. So I absolutely have so much admiration for some of the people who have been on Escape This Podcast who are on those kinds of shows. Mm. Um, and I, to this day, uh, love running... D&D things for people, and I want to get into other RPGs, but I usually play the big one. Nice. Mm. All right, lovely. And of course, um, there is there is one other question that we ask all of our guests what? who are coming on to run rooms for us, which is, if you were a small bug growing up in Victorian England, what type of bug would you be, and what would your fun plant name be? I would be a moth, and my plant name would be Forsythia. Ah, see, there were really good ones. <laughs> First one that came Couldn't to mind, I'm anyone. sorry. I'm still, I'm still quite comfortable with my stick insect. Whatever. I think we're ready to go. Nope, my pen's run out. <laughs> how have you run out? It's I can old. see your full. Use a pencil. They're so reliable. Do you know how look I know my how pencil works? Look at how much ink is in this. Well, look how much lead there is in my pencil, but it's trustworthy. <laughs> you can just look at it. It's a pencil. Ah. Uh. Uh, out. No, that probably doesn't work, but the other one probably does. The box special one box pencil. one pen. Yep, that'll do. All right, Cease, would you like to whisk us away into a world of adventure? Absolutely. Um, I do have to do a little disclaimer. Uh, this room deals with some magic and witchcraft sorts of themes, and I just want to make it clear because I know that there are people who do identify religiously and spiritually as witches, and specifically like with the Wiccan religion, I ah. really don't want to come off as disrespecting that in any way. I find a lot of the lore that connects to that really fascinating. 
And I tried to only use that sort of thing as inspiration in a respectful and loving manner. So for anyone out there who identifies with this, please know I love you. And I really hope that I do not come off as someone appropriating your wonderful spirituality. With that, shall we jump in? Let's do it. Chrysanthemum, you are a new member of the household of Miss Hawthorne, a rich and eccentric woman known for taking in young girls as her wards. What isn't so obvious is that her wards are young witches in training, her apprentices in the study of magic. Nice. You've only been here for about a week, but you have already learned the basic rules of magic, along with those of the house. Tonight, Miss Hawthorne is out at a social event, so the housekeeper, Mrs. Bellflower, puts you and the other girls to bed. It's a beautiful, quiet night, and you sleep soundly for a while, until a cold breeze rouses you once more. You can just make out the time, 11.24, by the moonlight coming in through the closed window. Quietly, you wrap yourself in your blanket, creep past your sleeping cohort, and tiptoe down the grand front stairs. The house is almost silent, save the snoring of an exhausted Mrs. Bellflower. And... a giggle? And a whisper. You move closer to investigate. Past the lesson room with knowledge is power inscribed over the door into the back door of the house which leads into the garden. Finally, you can make out the people on the back stoop. Some random boy from the neighborhood and Vivian. Alone with a strange boy? Outside the house? Mm. At oh night? Definitely not acceptable behavior by Miss Hawthorne's yes. standards. Any other girl... Such a buzzkill, Chrysanthemum. <laughs> Any other girl you might have left alone, but not Vivian. Not Vivian, who has already made your life here a living hell. This is an opportunity. So, with bated breath... You wait. Until finally, the boy leaves, dashing out of the side gate after receiving a scandalous cheek peck from Vivian. Mm. How would you like to confront her? Oh, goodness. Um, okay. Uh, I'm gonna stay, stay where I am, but I'm going to start doing a overt but seemingly innocent whistle. Let's go. <laughs> You see Vivian whips around and her oh. face changes from just an instant of a sort of happy smile to pure hatred and rage. You. I should have known you would be spying on me. Spying? On, on you? I was spying on these lovely leaves here. Couldn't you tell by my whistle how I much I, I was enjoying Vivian myself? I so mean to you. What might you be doing here, best friend? Oh, Chrysanthemum. Would you like to come out here and show me those leaves? Or do you want to stay inside and prove to me that you really are just another one of Miss Hawthorne's talentless charity cases? Okay, well, I don't, I don't, I don't work well with, uh, under that sort in that sort of environment. So I, I guess I'll do whatever's going to stop the insults. So I guess that means I got to go outside. 
Unfortunately, uh, you are a little hot-headed, and you are infuriated by this insult. You lunge at Vivian, <laughs> who has been tormenting you for the better part of a week at this point. Unfortunately, she is pretty quick and sees you coming, and nimbly steps aside, letting you fall hard onto the hard stone of the stoop. You close your eyes, trying to hold back the tears, being only around ten, and you hear the sound of the door closing and the click of its lock. Ow. You little sneak, Vivian hisses at you through the door. Just wait until Miss Hawthorne gets back. You'll be in more trouble than old cheating Mary Fernweather. That'll teach you to spy on me. Not Mary Fernweather. Miss Hawthorne could come back any time, and you don't even want to think about what might happen if you're not back in bed before she does. Oh, goodness. Why, why am I so alone? I'm just a stick insect. <laughs> Okay, what's like, what's what's going on? What have I got? What can, uh, yeah, I look all around me trying to see if there's something. Is is Miss Hawthorne the sort of person who puts a key under a mat? Anything like that? You start to look around, but you're so frightened by the night that you actually stop yourself and remember that one of the few spells that you've learned in your time here is summoning your familiar. Ah. So you begin to cast, and eventually. <laughs> A little stick bug walks out of the greenery near the back stoop and approaches you. Oh, thank God. The least frightening insect. Hello. Oh. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Unfortunately, you're also gigantic, so you probably can't sneak under a door or oh, something for me, can you? I am a six foot stick insect. <laughs> I shall rip the door from its hinges. <laughs> All right. So. Now that we're together, a yes. little bit more calm down. Okay, let's tell, yeah, tell me what's going on around me, in particular the door, but... Absolutely. You are standing in front of the large, ornate double door that is the back door into this garden. It sits at the top of a set of stairs, and from those stairs there is a stone and gravel path that leads out into the center of this sort of long garden where it then encircles a small but rather ornate fountain. Please don't draw an ornate fountain, Danny. <laughs> Are you sure? You could draw like two tiers. <laughs> now the worst thing that's happened, Danny, is that I've put my door on the north side and you put yours on the <laughs> south side. I always put my door on the south side. The best part of this is that I've put mine on the west side, so none of us <laughs> is correct. All the way across from the door, opposite to it, on the very other side of the garden, there is a bench made of various materials, mostly wood and wrought iron. All right. All right. The door is set into the back wall of the house, and the other three sides of the garden are surrounded by a perimeter of a boundary hedge. Directly to the right of the steps is a small cluster of trees, and there's a single larger tree in the opposite corner of the garden. And on either side of the fountain, near the boundary hedge, sort of on the perimeter of the garden, on the left side is mm -hmm. a flower bed with various sorts of flowers in it. And in the middle of the right boundary hedge is a small sundial on a pedestal. And the last 
significant thing is around the garden are seven relatively large stone statues. Now, I do not yet know what these are statues of, so I'm going to guess. Hey, well, apparently that one's a fat baby. <laughs> I, I didn't see that coming. It just existed. I've, I've got a very little effort. Crocodile. Oh, this is not effort. It just also happens to be slow. <laughs> All right, good. I, I don't know what that... Oh, no, that one's a shark or a whale or something. Just draw your statues. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Are we good to start looking around? Absolutely. Hey, what, what other cool stuff have I been learning this week? So I've learned how to summon a familiar, which is handy. Mm -hmm. Any other awesome things in my arsenal? Unfortunately, one of the main things you've learned is the wrath of Miss Hawthorne. There are <laughs> really horrible stories of especially Mary Fernweather, the girl that had been mentioned to you, who oh, yeah. apparently was using various tricks to cheat in her magical schoolwork. And no one knows exactly what happened to her, only that Miss Hawthorne found out and that <laughs> Mary was caught. Well, I am just drawing a gravestone right now. There we go. <laughs> Mary Fernweather. Makes sense to me. All right, stick insect. I, I don't know how much of this you can actually perceive. All of it. Oh, okay. Well, then let's go for the most obvious one. Let's go to the sundial. What's that? I'm a stick insect. You have to explain to me the concept <laughs> no, of sundial. No, This is as clear as it's getting. I can't tell. the. I have no concept of time in my small... I barely have a brain. More of a distributed central nervous system. I fumble in the moonlight towards that sundial. All right. Getting my six-foot insect on my shoulder. <laughs> let's head to the sundial. This is a very unusual sundial. It has no numbers, only the letters of the alphabet on two separate concentric rings. That's Cody. That's so Cody. Uh, can we, can we, are they movable, those rings? When touching them, they do move. So we can line these up in a classic cipher. Sounds like it, but we don't really know anything yet. Is the dial-y bit itself, is that pointed to anything in particular? Not anything in particular, no. Cool. Well, we'll hopefully get something that says, like, A goes to T or something. Yep. And then we can line them up and uh, find some kind of sun-based message. Fingers crossed. All right. All right. Well, as a stick insect, mm -hmm. I would like to go and check out one of these trees. So why don't we go and check out that really big tree? You like a big tree? Yeah. Okay. I'm in character. Dash right across the other side trees. of the space. It's a big tree. <laughs> Large and strong, providing shade to the areas under its boughs, this tree also has a heart carved into its trunk. And inside the heart are the initials L plus Q. That sounds like a cipher wheel. Could be. Good to know. Would we have really just coincidentally picked the two things that go together? Maybe there's nothing else in the room. Maybe if we tried to look at anything else, <laughs> but even they'd then, say, no, no, that's not there. That would be astonishingly lucky. So I think we should keep looking at stuff. Well, also, if we did L and Q, I don't think we'd reveal anything. Because we'd, we'd then have a cipher oh, yeah, we'd we'd set up to read them to match. Like we wouldn't have a that's message true, to that's do true. anything with. So. Good point, good point. Um, okay. And just out of curiosity, L plus Q, do, do those initials strike anything with us? Do we know a girl who starts with Q or something? Anything that would just give us some gossip fuel? Oddly enough, you don't know anyone who is currently here at Miss Hawthorne's house that has either of those initials. That's disappointing. But as a stick insect, I know <laughs> that it's a ladybug and a quail. The most unlikely pair. Oh my pair. goodness. Usually quails would eat ladybugs, yeah. but no. 
they've they've broken that boundary. Like Romeo and Juliet. Mm. I'm sure it'll end well. Okay, what do you want to look at now? Um, I'm I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed. I think we should go take a seat on the bench. All right, let's go to the bench. I'm young in Victorian times. I'm about <laughs> yeah, say, I'm yes. about to have the vapors, I'm sure. <laughs> I was gonna say you probably got tuberculosis. <laughs> you better take a seat. Probably. Uh, so let's take a look at this bench. The bench is a combination of wood and iron with stained glass designs of the lunar phases set into the back of it. Ooh, okay. That's interesting. Uh, is that something we can take a closer look at, or maybe we need to come back with some actual information that we need? I don't know if it's a reference or a puzzle. Can we, can we have a closer look at these lunar phase things? You notice they're all in various colors. They seem to be sort of shifting out from the central... It's hard to tell if it's meant to be a full moon or a new moon. That's a sort of blue mm. glass color. And the rest of them shift into purples and greens and so on to sort of complete that. So it seems like maybe it's not a self-contained puzzle, but possibly something we could reference a puzzle with. In All right. Uh, All right. Well, while I'm sitting here, go. Keep going. <laughs> go on without me. What's wrong with you? All you've done is wake you up and go outside. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, I'm a stick insect. I live a carefree life. For a week or so. Hey, stick insect lifespan. How long does a stick insect I'll live? find out. No, well, you do something. Okay. Um, I know. Let's have a look at, well, I'm still a stick insect. So what about those other trees, the little trees in a, in a grove? Uh, males, about six to eight months. See? I'll live forever. And females? I'm 18. Ah, then I'm a female. Okay. <laughs> if I can get three times the lifespan, I'll take it. So you guys head over to the little cluster of trees? Yeah, okay. let's go to the tiny grove. Going all over the place here. The little cluster of trees isn't particularly interesting in and of itself. However, when you are looking more closely at them, you can see that they are strategically hiding something. There is a little window into the cellar of Miss Hawthorne's <gasps> house. I'm so stupid. I was going to ask right at the start if there were any windows, and then I got caught up drawing statues. You fool. Well, I found Every the window. Every time. Uh, can we, what's going on in the cellar? Yeah, are, are we able, or is he able to peek through the trees? Oh, you, you've definitely stayed at the bench? <laughs> yeah. Well, then stop asking questions. Fair. Uh, <laughs> what's going on in the cellar? Unfortunately, it's darker inside than outside right now, so you can't see in. But what you can see is that there's sort of a grate over it, and there is a single lock that needs a key. Does it seem like... It, it, I know it's a not very large window. Is it large enough for, say, a ten-year-old girl to slip through were it open? It looks just about the size for a ten-year-old girl named Chrysanthemum to slip through. This is so fortuitous. Yeah. All right, good to guessed? know. Good to know. I mean... I don't know, so... It's just an... It's just, the window's just in the shape of the outline of your body. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> um, okay, so we're looking for a key. Excellent. We've only, honestly, we don't have a huge amount more th of things to, to start to look at. Let's get Seriously? looking around. Seriously? There's yeah. plenty. Well, only if you count each statue as its own statue. Oh. If you just count them all as statues, we're practically done. There is so much to look at. Well, then what do you want to look at? I want to look at, uh, yeah, if we didn't get a good enough look at it, I want to look at the front door, or the back door. The, the door. The locked door. The only door. The door is large and ornate, which is kind of strange because it is leading into the back garden, and it has a pair of really big, heavy door knockers 
on each of the sides of the double door. And you know, even in your short time here, that one of those door knockers squeaks just terribly. In such a way that it would wake people up? Probably. All right, so... And that's something we're trying to avoid. Like you don't want to well, be. Yeah. You don't want it known that you're out here because you get in trouble. So we don't want to like squeak a loud knocker and knock it, wake everyone up. No, not so much. Because then we'll get. Then you'll get in trouble. I won't get in trouble. I'm a stick insect. I'm assuming that these door knockers are in the shapes of some kind of cool mythical animal, yeah, right? The mouth of a griffin. Everyone thinks it's an eagle, but it's not. It's a <laughs> griffin. You know. If you're in the know, then you know. That's fair. All right, that's interesting. So maybe we'll be able to rattle around with them at some point, but we don't want to rattle around with them at this stage. No. It feels like there should be something we can do, though, rather than just avoid the knockers. Oh, yeah, quite possibly. But I I haven't been inspired yet. All right, we'll keep looking around. Something. All right, I want to take a close look at these stairs as I walk back down them. The stairs are wide and made of stones, mostly held together with a combination of mortar and gravity. And as you're looking more carefully at them, you see a detail right outside the back door that you hadn't noticed before. It's a small dish. Ooh. A small dish? That's interesting. Uh, can we take a closer look at it? Is it? Does it have anything in it? It doesn't have anything in it, but on the outside, there's a sort of decorative design of several paw prints and Ooh. the singular initial J. Interesting. I guess it belongs to a cat named Jay. Makes sense to me. All right, we've got a dish with paw prints and a Jay. Cats don't eat stick insects, right? No, no. Stick insects eat cats. Mm. Uh, All right, so I've still got uh, flowers, path, fountain, statues, right? I suppose so. Why don't we go and check and out? Hedge. Hedge. And uh, is the path worth checking out? I mean, why don't we walk over to the fountain? But yeah. as we do, we can have a look at this path. And yeah, this seems like weird. I walked up to the front door and then turned around put my head straight down, and I'm now just walking. So looking at the path, it's largely gravel, but it's lined with slightly bigger rocks. It leads straight down from the stairs into a loop around the fountain, and the gravel and the rocks are both a sort of light gray color. Does it seem like if we, if I give a gentle nudge to any of them as I go, are there any loose stones or anything? All of the stones are pretty loose. They're not, like, fixed in place. Yeah. But as you're looking, you actually notice there's a missing spot. There's one stone oh. that isn't here. They're very carefully placed around the outside. Miss Hawthorne is a particular woman. Hmm. All right, so if we need a Korok seed, we can go <laughs> grab this rock and put it back. Perfect. Good to know. All right. We haven't seen a rock hanging out anywhere yet, have we? Not that I've noticed. No. We'll keep unless out, a I dish suppose. would fit there. Uh, I assume stick insects like water. Want to check out the fountain? Yeah, why not? That seems like a biology fact. Uh, sure. At the very least, I'm a plant. I, I quite like water. All right, well, let's go check out the fountain. The fountain is very small to fit into this small garden, but it is also very stately. It consists of several tiers, each spilling water onto the level below it. In the bottom tier, you see what looks like one of the stones from the path's border, except it's a darker mm. gray color. And on the outside of the fountain, you see a small plaque. Ooh, what does the plaque say? The plaque says, Even the sharpest knife sometimes needs a whetstone. Well, we've, now, we've definitely got a whetstone. Yeah. When it, when it says whetstone, is it spelled like whetstone <laughs> or is it spelled like whetstone? <laughs> it's spelled like the whetstone that you would use to sharpen a knife. <laughs> okay. 
It's very much like Miss Hawthorne to have little pieces of advice written everywhere. She did have knowledge is power over the lesson room door. Yes. Mm. This is true. All right. Well, I still think we've got a wet stone. I, I think that that's quite important. Yeah. Can we grab that wet stone? Absolutely. Grabbing the wet stone and turning it over in your hand, you see it is not entirely a darker gray color. There are three letters in a lighter gray. A-L-M. Lots of letters going on here. The A-L-M sound like real letters, like that would be important. Well, we know where that's missing. Could we take the stones that are either side of that stone from where it would be on the path and put them in the fountain to see if any letters are revealed on those when they get wet? Absolutely. Looking at just the two stones on either side of it, probably one of them has letters on it as well. As you dip it in, the stone itself darkens to that darker gray, as stones often do, but there seem to be painted on letters that match the exact color of the dry stone that are revealed. Mm -hmm. You see, this time, only two letters. You see the letters E-N. Those are very useful sounding letters. Okay. I feel like all of the like a bunch of these rocks are gonna have stuff yeah. on them. Are there too many stones for us to just go through and wet all the stones? Yeah, do this methodically, stone by stone. We could use the dish and and take water from the fountain and just start pouring it over all the rocks. That also makes sense, taking water to the stones. Can we, can we do that? You can wet all of the stones if you'd like. Okay. Yeah, sure. Wetting all of the stones, you see twenty-three of them have letters on them, and you may Look. now open Handout 413. Oh, a lot of handouts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, so would you like to read out what we've got, Danny? All right, so... so for people at, sorry, for people at home, you can see this link in the show notes, but Danny will describe it to you. Yeah, so we do indeed have 23 stones here uh, and a collection of letters that goes on them, and you may have to read that 24th special bonus one for me. Uh, but yeah, so the very first one says ALM, as we were told. The second one says EN, as we were told. Looks like it's got a line after it, almost like there's a missing letter, mm, like, like an E-N underscore. Blank. Yeah. Or a space. And we've got, or a space, yes. It may not have been an actual underscore in the real thing. <laughs> yep, then HE space, MS dot. Ooh, that's interesting. Is that S comma space? Looks it like is it. indeed. Ooh. Space MI. Should I go through all of them? There's a lot of them. Yeah, let's get. Well, dive. You done that first row. The second row is C K E E R space I T H N E V T space T, which is like a like a kind of angry crying emoji, uh, <laughs> and space O P. And the third line D N I G H T I T H P A L W H E space Q U. Oh man, I was I was feeling so good. There were no spaces in that one up till the very end. And then D space W, G O D M E E, S space W, W R A, and then Escape from Miss Hawthorne's Garden. Oh, okay. In big fancy letters, which I think is maybe branding on this handout <laughs> rather than a stone that says Escape from Miss Hawthorne's Garden. I, I don't know. I think she's trying to tell us something. Okay, well, I have a plan of what's S. going Hawthorne. on here. I think I know what we're doing. Uh, well, some of these look like they are almost complete words. Like I-T-H makes me really want to find a W to go with it. Well, that's my thought. Like, you can see as well, like, there's two here that to me clearly indicate what we need to do, which is on the third row, 
It says D-N-I-G-H-T, which you could make like midnight with. And there are other words, like the top right I has blank M-I. So if you put yep. those three stones next to each other, it would be midnight. space midnight. Yep, that's fair. So yeah. One of them also has a capital W. Oh, I didn't W-H-E. So I think we should just oh, start putting them together into words and see if we can make a sentence out of it. Yeah, this. yeah, for sure. So and you think we should start with that, d- with that W? Uh, yes, I think it should be W-H-E. N, surely, surely. And then we start, need something that starts with an N. I think it's Ooh, the N-E-V. I think it's going to be whenever because there's an E-R space as well. Oh, fantastic. What I'm going to do is I'm going to draw a quick grid on my notes so I can mark off the ones that we've used. Now, unfortunately, after the word whenever, whenever. I have no idea whenever. what's going to come next. True. Well, we don't need to necessarily do those, nor we can just start making words. Like yeah, yeah, midnight, sure. I think, is another one that we've done. Okay, I'll just try to come up with words and then hope that we remember which ones we've used. We've done where? Ne, ne, nev, or nev. Uh. Great. Now that's one word. We also have space mi dni. That's midnight. Great. So we have whenever space. We have space midnight. So we know those aren't going together. It's not going to be whenever midnight because then you have two spaces. What is this? An old person on a typewriter after doing a. Full stop. <laughs> okay, um, now what about this QU one that we've got over on the right? Where, what could that go with? Because that's the start of a word. It is the start of a word. It's space QU. Hmm. QU quith is, not, Quen is nothing. Quen or quith? Quen. Quam? Oh, ooh. Quams? Oh, that is Q-U-A-L-M-S a word. Q-U-A-L-M-S as a full word, comma, space. Maybe we go quams. That's an there's nothing else I can. One, there's nothing else I like. Let's let's give it a try. All right, we'll go. Qu- um, Might be quap. Z- oh no, but it's space op. <laughs> I thought. Ah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> okay. Um. All right. Those iths have got to go with either withs or possibly wraith. Yes, it could be wraith. So yeah, not sure. I mean, it is it is a witchy garden. You never know. Exa- oh yeah, for sure. Okay. What about the op? What's that going to do? That's the start of what? Open. Open. Yeah, I like open. Mm. Are you keeping track of the spaces as well? No, not at all. Well, you should. I'm just writing words. Yeah, but the spaces are going to be how we how we fit them together. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. whenever space. Yeah. It's space midnight. Yeah. It was space qualms. Okay. And it is open space, space open oh. space. Okay. Okay. I, I understand. So that'll help us. I was like just hoping the together. words would go together in a way that made sense. I, well, I mean, they probably but will that's, as well. That's fair. Okay. What's God going to do down there? God with no space. Maybe, uh, yeah, true. So it can't just be the, it's probably not the word God. Unless it is, because it could go like, God, open. God, mm. open. What about me? me M-double-E is interesting. Yeah. Memes. Meet. M-double-E-T. Oh, that's possible. Because we could use the me and the T space T. That could be true. Oh, and then followed the other T there. Might go with the H-E, meet and the. Meet the. Yeah, I don't hate meet and the. Palms. Rhymes with qualms. I like it. This is starting to make sense. Rhyming is good. Rhyming is good. So P-A-L and M-S dot. And that'll be the end. So it'll be something, 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 qualms, something, 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 palms. Love it. Okay. Oh, oh, W-R-A could go W-R-A-C-K-E-D, racked. Oh, that is a word. Racked with. Yeah, okay. Racked with. Okay, what do we got left? Gods, gods and with. with. And you're doing the spaces? Yep. Okay, so I think we've got everything we need. Okay. All we right. Know it starts with whenever. Yep, so. Uh. Whenever gods with 
open palms. Meet the midnight racked with qualms? That sounds like a thing. I don't know what to do with that, but it's <laughs> a, it could be a thing. Okay. Uh -huh. Oh, no, wait, but it has to be open palms at the end. Do you mind if I have a look at where you've drawn the spaces? Can yeah, I steal sure. your notes for a second? I mean, you're trusting me here. Whenever gods... I think it's going to be meet the gods with open palms. Meet the gods Feels with like open palms. I mean, this could ending. have something to do with the statues. There Absolutely. could be a god with open palms that we haven't seen. Yeah. So whenever... But no, whenever has to be followed up by either racked or... So whenever racked with midnight qualms. Oh, that makes sense. Whenever racked with midnight qualms, Aww. meet the gods with open palms. I think that's it. There's something adorable about it. <laughs> I, I, like, I don't know what that is. That just made me go, aw. Well, there you go. This was a, I, I like that puzzle. I think I just feel for someone who is racked with midnight qualms. Oh, so many midnight qualms. Okay. okay, so we're looking Good for gods with open palms. Good to keep in mind. All right. Uh, does that feel like it's time to start looking at statues then? That's or should we look at the flower bed first? Let's look at the flower bed because it doesn't seem like it's what we need to yep, look at. Okay. That's, a good, that's a good plan. We're putting off the solution to this puzzle to find other puzzles. We don't want to solve things. We want to, we want to find the extra little hidden treasure chest. I love it. The flower bed houses a collection of plants. Some are decorative, and all of them are useful for various brews and concoctions that the students nice. of Miss Hawthorne learned to make here. And near the flower bed, you see on the ground, there is a pile of those little markers, the sort of flags oh, that yeah. are meant to mark plants. These have been pulled out and cast aside. So you know what plants are here, but you don't know which is which. Okay. Oh, no. That's is fair. there a plant called the God's Palm? No, but if you would like to know the names <laughs> of the plants, I can tell you. Please. Well, how many are we talking? No, I don't care. Okay. Tell me all the plants. There are nine flags here. That's okay. And each of them names the color of the flower that appears on this plant and the plant itself. Ooh, all right. Okay. So here there is white ivy, white begonias, and white sticky catchfly. I heard sticky catchfly. Is, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. It's a real plant. I did research. <laughs> Man, we didn't try very hard coming up with some names, did we? You... As humans. Oh, can you change your name right now to sticky catchfly? <laughs> it's me, sticky catchfly. And I'm a fly that you stuck and caught. You may have yeah, regrets that later. Way... That would have been cooler. <laughs> All right. So covered those three white ones mm -hmm. there are also three purple ones purple heather purple rosemary and the last purple one is purple thorn apple beautiful lovely lastly there are three yellow types of flowers yellow witch hazel oh you could have been witch hazel yeah that oh of course hazel no no sorry i know i am a witch called hazel there's not that's sorry, that's not what I am. I'm not a witch called Hazel. I'm a witch called Witch Hazel. Yeah, I really miss the boat when blanking on cool names. There are so many good ones. Yellow <sighs> Snapdragon is another one. Aww. And last of all, there is Yellow Pansy. Why don't you call yourself Yellow Pansy? <laughs> the, the biggest insult you could ever say to a cowboy. <laughs> Alright. Um the only hint of colour stuff that we've seen has been those moon phases. Yeah, but they bit. didn't have yellows and whites. They were all blues and purples. And yeah, that sort of things. thing. I'm not really seeing a connection there. 
yet, but maybe no. we can. And I'm assuming that uh, Witch Hazel here doesn't have, uh, that's Danny, by the way, uh, doesn't have a good enough uh, understanding of these flowers to be able to be like, oh yeah, I know what these all are, thus rendering this entire exercise pointless. I did biology at uni for three years and I can't do plants very well. I don't think being in the magic yard for a week is going to have gotten me that. Yeah, okay, that's fair. You right? can't identify them specifically, but there are actually three types each of white, purple, and yellow flowers. I would hope mm. I could have gotten that far. That's good. That's fair. Okay. Uh, I'm right. looking at the Do statues. Do you think we're ready to go for statues? Yeah, let's start having a look at some of these statues. Well, wait, you sound like you were going to say or. I don't know. We could look at the hedge. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We should look at the hedge first. <laughs> we're not looking at those statues. Get out of here, statues. We're going to have a look at the hedge. All right. The hedge. Thick and tall, the main purpose of the hedge is to keep prying eyes out. But the birds like to build their nests in there, too. You better oh. keep away. Uh, is there a, do we need a bird nest? Maybe later on we'll need an egg or something. Maybe. Interesting. Can we see any interesting bird nests from where we are? You can see some bird nests. You also see this is a hedge that it gets very windy here. And so if anyone is losing strands of hair or hair ribbons or pieces <laughs> of string, they tend to get caught in here as well, which is one of the reasons the birds like it so much. Ah. Interesting. That is interesting. Well, we don't need any of those things yet. Unless we need some uh, dirt against Vivian and she happened to lose something. Yeah, that's all right. Or unless we need to uh, take a human hair to turn ourselves into someone else. Yeah, that could be what we need to do. Never know. All right. Well, let's have a look at the statues finally. Okay. Around the garden are seven statues that you recognize as various Roman deities. Yes. Nice. You unfortunately haven't been studying long enough to recognize them specifically, but you recognize that they are varied and that they are definitely Roman deities. You've been told this before. Uh all right, easy. Well, let's look for the one with open palms. Well, is it that we need one with open palms, or is it that we need to go up to the mall with open palms? Oh, that would be own. weird. I think there'll be a one of them that has open palms. I know, it does say gods. Okay, fine. We'll go up to each Well, of either them. way, as we go up to individually inspect them, I'm, I, I am... Whoa, what's <laughs> Opening your palms. Yep, I guess so. <laughs> is that a good way to do it? Oh, God. You do jazz hands at the god statues. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. Investigating them further, you notice many of them have their hands in fists or holding things. Some of them do have their hands open, but all of them that have their hands open have them placed in various places on their body, on their environments, on each other. Not a single palm is visible to you. Mm. Interesting. Oh, I'm stumped. What can we do? Um, is, is it technically midnight yet? Oh, it was 11.24 when we went out. Yeah, it's probably midnight. These are statues. I assume they're not m particularly manipulable. No, they're stone. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Might I offer you something that might be amusing to see? <gasps> yes, yes. You have not searched an item in this room. Oh, and I guarantee Bill will not think of it. Oh, what? Oh. That's terrifying. Search me. I'm a little stick insect. Search me. Sure. That's me. Let's do that. The only thing Search I can think of me. <laughs> that I haven't, uh, that I've specifically drawn that I haven't thought of and I haven't even specifically drawn on 
uh, would be the wall itself with the door in. Oh, yeah, you have to take the wall. There's the wall and the sign saying knowledge is power over it. Oh, where was the... I thought it was inside the knowledge Oh, maybe it was on the inside. The knowledge is power is inside, but bingo, you have gotten it. Yeah. Yes. That's the wall. Whoa. You go to look at the wall and... Why was I accused of not wanting... (laughs) I just searched the hedge. It was a challenge. If anyone was going (laughs) to... Yeah. (laughs) They, They had to push you, Billy. I don't need pushing. It's not like I wasn't searching. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I did was search the hedge. And now look at how why energized. I now look at how energized you are. You know why? It's because you actually drew it on your drawing and yet didn't think of it. What did you? I didn't have a job. I haven't been stuck let's take yet. A, let's take a look at this wall. The wall looks like a standard brick wall, but there is one brick that seems to be missing the mortar around it. Ooh, let's pull How that brick out. clumsy. I steal the brick. I, 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 I'm, I'm now a brick insect. I, I roll my eyes at the, the insect's pathetic attempts. You don't know how strong stick insects are. Do you know stick insects are so strong that they can remove bricks from walls? It's a fun biology fact for you. Huh. There are some stick insects that are absolutely enormous. I went to a um, yeah, yeah. place once oh, where there were big. ones about... Like a meter or a yard long, depending on what Dang. kind of measurement people use. They were I'm enormous. A one meter. Yeah, about thirty centimeters is my record for having seen them. Yeah, I'm a full meter. I love stick insects so much. <laughs> They're so cool. They're, They're so I'm a hydraulic beast. All right, let the hydraulic beast pull out a brick. I put. Look, I got six legs. I put two up on the wall, two on the wall below the brick, and then my middle two legs just grab the brick and they. Pull it out and then drop it on the floor. Sure, sure. That's how it works. As you remove the brick, you can clearly see that inside of the wall, there's an empty space. And inside of that empty space, there is a book. Insect? Oh, insect? Nom, 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 nom. Sorry, I ate it. I ate the book. Oh, I'm so sorry. You should have said something faster. (laughs) I ate the book. I'm so sorry. We'll be trapped forever. I thought the brick would say to you. I don't eat bricks. Why not? They're bricks. You throw them away and you eat the, the books that you uncover inside. That's how I live. All right. Well, luckily, the one other spell oh, that I have learned. there's a book. <laughs> All right. The insect gets the book out. Yeah. What's, what is this book? The book seems to resemble sort of the equivalent of textbooks that you've been using here. On the cover, though, it has a very strange assortment of letters that are complete nonsense to you. You may now open handout R. All right. Can I hand out R? Yes. It says, Odge was Mzvi, Jigged Pism, the Wugpas Hadzi. Oh, I also wanted to say, hopefully, this will be helpful information to you. Um, the inside of the book is entirely blank, except for written in ink, the initials MF. Uh, that's Mary Fernweather. Look at the gravestone, Billy. What gravestone are you talking about? <laughs> Where was there a gravestone? We don't know what happened to her, so naturally, gravestone. Who's Mary Fenweather? She's the one who uh, earned Miss Hawthorne's wrath, in, according to legend. What are you talking about? Pay attention about? to the backstory, Billy. To be fair, the stick insect was not present when Vivian oh. mentioned that you would be in You're more right. trouble. Than old cheating Mary Fernheather. 
I'm sorry, I can't expect that much from a four from a four month old. I guess. I see. I didn't remember that Uh, bit. It's not in my notes, apparently. Well, I've written Vivian and a boy. She is a butthead. (laughs) I also wrote Vivian and boy. All right. So this 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 is Cody. This is Sundial, right? Sundial tree code. Well, hold on. Do we do the tree code of L and Q? Yeah. Or do we do the do we do an MF code? Oh, I didn't consider that. I assumed that was all law. Maybe that's all law, and we do and we do L and Q just because we haven't used L and Q. Even exactly. though the M of F, M and F is in the book. Can we go to the sundial dials <laughs> and can we line them up so that the Wait, we've got one of these, don't we? Yeah, but I don't know if they're always the same. We where where is our cipher wheel? Which is our cipher wheel? Where is our cipher wheel? Oh, okay. There are also online ones for those of you at home. They are pretty awesome. All right, using the uh, cipher wheel that we stole from the box one box. Uh, are we doing LQ or are we doing MF? LQ, LQ. So I make sure that L and Q line up. Let's see if this does anything for us. OJ. O is N. Okay. J is S. That doesn't make sense. Okay, cool. Let's not work with that. What? And if you swap them around, does it change anything? Uh, no, no, no. They, they line up. Yeah, they do line so up the, the inner same O way goes ways. to the outer end. The outer O goes to the inner yep, end. Yeah, cool. So All it's right. the same other way. Well, how about MF? Let's try M and F. That's D, I. Huh. Neither one of those makes any sense. Maybe I don't know how to use a cipher wheel. <laughs> okay, so this is actually a rot five thing. Okay. So L to Q is is rotating five. Oh. So O J okay. goes to T O. So why isn't that working on our on the wheel? But it is working on the online wheel. Because a cipher wheel, at least this one, is it, the alphabet goes backwards on one and forwards on the other. Oh, is that so what's a cipher happening? Wheel so it isn't actually a rotational cipher. I see. It's a different cipher, at least on the cipher wheel. There we got. go. It's this all is two better then. So we've just got a plus five everything. I can do that. I know alphabet numbers. So two, W, Z. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that's B. And okay. Then Z M, is 13. B. R, E, A, D. To read? To be read. Or to be read? Well, we are talking about a book here. All right. J is the 10th, 15th, O, N. I'm going to guess this may be only. only. To be read only. P is the 16th, what's the 21st? U, maybe? U, N, D, E, R, A, B, L. Ooh, I like this. U, E, moon, perhaps? To be read only under a blue moon. Okay. I'm into that. So the book says to be read only under a blue moon. Does that mean we can literally go to where the moon is blue through the um, bench and through the bench of... and like look at it through the through the, oh, through through the glass? It. You're right. It's stained it was glass, glass wasn't it? So could we take oh, this book over it. to the bench where there is a stained glass blue moon in that lunar cycle and read the book through that glass? As you are trying to position the book to read it through the round full moon that is a blue stained glass color mm-hmm. you jostle the bench and it pops right out I was about oh. to say can we actually remove that thing maybe that'd be easier um, <laughs> well good got, yeah. yeah then holding a book <laughs> through a bench cool alright can we use that to, to read the book absolutely as you hold it in front of you instead of seeing completely blank pages you see white pages with a sort of pale glowing blue lettering on them Nice. The blue moon glass. And this does appear to be a textbook sort of spell book. Love it. Does it say anything about flowers? There 
are some reference pages at the back, but they're very complicated, so you don't think you have time to search through them. Damn. Okay. What else could be handy? I mean, is there... Oh, does it have gods? It has an extremely long appendix of gods that is unfortunately not going to be useful. Anything about uh, lock-opening spells, anything of that nature. key-unlocking spells. There are a few of those. They seem pretty far beyond your own abilities. And you have a feeling Miss Hawthorne may have botched those spells in these books (laughs) so that people don't use them. Intriguing. Anything about Jay the Cat? Looking through, you actually see there are notes in the margins. And next to the spell Summon Familiar, which you've learned before, there is a note in handwriting that says, Not that anyone would need this spell to summon Janice. That cat will come running at anything that sounds even remotely like a mouse. Nice. Oh, fantastic. Also, Janice is a, is a Roman god. Janus. Yeah, yeah. I was, oh, I was picturing it Janus, like the like normal modern Janus. I pictured it like Janus, the god of open hands, the god of open <laughs> palms and doorways. They are the, they are the god uh, of doorways. Yeah, that, let does, us in. that does make sense. Well, can we make a mouse sound? We certainly can. We've got a squeaky door. Oh, we have a squeaky door. Can we squeak the door? Just I will a say, bit. what you've learned so far about Janus is that he is a predator above anything else. And so you're uh, pretty nervous. You're not keen. So what can we do to make sure that we can get this cat? And why do we want this cat? Well, I don't know. Like, what do we have right now? We have a lock that needs a key, a door to the cellar that needs a little key. We have a bunch of flowers that we don't know which flowers are which, nor do we know what we would want to do with said flowers if we did know which was which. We have statues, which depict various gods. And then we have, ideally, the poem. Midnight open whenever met palms, etc. Or whenever racked, racked with, with midnight qualms. Yep, great, great. Uh, don't forget, there are also uh, birds in the hedges. Birds, cat, yeah. seems relevant. I don't really want to grab a bird to thrust in a cat's face. True. But other than that, like, we've done the sundial, we've dealt with the bench and the tree and the wall. So, yeah, I don't actually know what we would want a cat for. I mean, it is still a familiar. I assume it's Are there any other notes in the margins of this book if we flick through? There are quite a few. There are too many to read through. Um, Mm. Other notes on Janice. He's pretty mean, and you have a feeling he might impart information back to Miss Hawthorne Mm. if you're not careful. Oh. Okay. I don't know what we're trying to achieve Mm. right now. Knowledge is power. The sharpest knife sometimes needs a whetstone, but I'm pretty sure we use that advice to wet all the stones. Mm. I don't know if we have any other advice other than God meet poem. the gods with open palms. Mm. None of the gods have open palms, so it feels like we would need to have open palms. Indeed. They're posed in various ways that don't show the palm of their hand. We do have yeah. a spell book. What spells are we looking for? Because we, we're not good enough to do any key spells. We're not even good enough to do any summon familiar spells. Is there anything that can... What's a spell that we want to do? Move statues or, or alter the way a statue is? You, paging through, see a spell that's called Awakened Stone. Oh. All right, what do we need to make that work? Awakened Stone is a combination of a gift and a request. For the gift, one makes a bracelet or anklet adder stones or hag stones and several types of flowering plants this bracelet or anklet is then placed on the wrist or ankle of a statue that one is trying to bring to life 
and one request is then granted as a thank you for that gift. So, flowers uh, definitely have access to flowers. Are there enough uh, flowers in the flower bed that if we were to pick a couple, we wouldn't have to feel too terrible? Yeah, it's a very bountiful Fantastic. amount of flowers. You do and only string need four stuff. types of flowers. You don't need every type. Do we know what flowers we need? Mm-hmm. The spell names Blue Rose, Heather, Begonia, and Witch Hazel. Well, I notice a problem. That we don't have blue roses? Indeed. Nor do we know which of those flowers is which. True. Hazel. Looking at the spell, you do also notice there is a note next to the ingredient blue rose, which says, Miss Hawthorne always says that Snapdragon can be substituted for blue rose in a pinch. Okay. That's good to know. Cool. Well, then that still leaves us with the issue of don't know how to define which of these plants is which. True. The book doesn't help. Nope, book is too fancy. Yeah. Uh, just so that we can also say we needed to string them together. I believe we were told that there are bits yep, and yep. stuff in the hedge, yep, so hedge we might be able to like grab strings. something I have no idea what hagstones are, unless they're just the stones that make up the No, that's a good point. What are hagstones? Yeah, do we know what those are? You do know. Hagstones or adderstones are a stone with a complete hole that goes all the way through it. Ah, okay. There's also a note next to this ingredient in the spell. Have you lost your hagstones? Don't pull out your hair. Just listen close for the hollow. And then the last word is blotted out. Listen out for the hollow something that presumably rhymes. Mm. Uh, Can we hear any weird like whistling through a stone? No. What can we do about these flowers? That we know their names, but we don't know what is what. You said there was a flower, there was like information at the end about flowers, but there's like, like if we look up specifically the flowers that we're looking for, there's no information that we can find about how to define those flowers. Yeah, if we were to look up Heather, for instance. You would find various information about how to identify it. Um, Mostly you see information about the fact that it's an herb and that it's very easily to easy to detect by its smell. So can we detect it by its smell? Like we know what smell. color it is, we know it's in the garden. Can can we figure out which one it is using the book? Yeah, if we go around sniffing these things, do we get anything interesting? You go around smelling flowers and the strongest scent you get does not match with the book's description of Heather's scent. You smell something kind of mm-hmm. piney. You know there is a second herb here, however. Which one is that? Rosemary? Is that rosemary? It is indeed. Okay, so by smell, we may be able to identify rosemary, which we don't need for this one. Yeah, I still don't know whether or not we can do the plants. I'm assuming based on all of our, like, that we can't. My assumption is there is no information in the book that Having a book is so scary in terms of how much or little power that you have to find information. Mm. It's so hard to know. Is there anything more that we can use this book for to help us out here that we should be thinking about i believe you've gained all of the information from the book that you'll be gaining Sweet. and i also believe that you have all of the information to figure out which plant is which oh dang that's interesting because the information i have about the plants is we have three of each color and we do not know what they are i'll remind you that you have their names does one of the purple ones have thorns on it it has that would make thorny sense. fruits 
Oh, I didn't consider their descriptions might be handy. Okay, so it's not the thought. So we grab the, whatever the one that isn't okay, thorny the doesn't left smell over like one. rosemary. You absolutely do so. Lovely. Okay, that's Heather covered. Okay. okay uh, the, hey, the white one. One of them's going to be sticky. Yeah. Why don't you walk over some of these no, white flowers? No, I'm an insect. It'll kill me. So the sticky one we we discard. Mm -hmm. The and then we have ivy or begonia. Well, I mean, like ivy is ivy. It looks like ivy. Can we just yeah? Not I take assume the ivy? A, is there a good visual difference between the ivy and the begonia? Only one of them is a climbing plant on the sort of Fantastic. trellis. Cool. All right, let's take the other one then. That's not doing that as the begonias. So that's what we want there. Okay, now what about the others? Well, that's the problem. I mean, I think I know what Snapdragon looks like. Which hazel smells interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, what do we know about Snapdragon, Witch Hazel, and Pansy? Pansies are, as far as I know, normal flowers. Snapdragons are weird-looking flowers. Witch Hazel people rub on themselves to cure maladies of the skin. True. Witch Hazel and Snapdragon are very descriptive names. I mean, yeah, does something look like a Witch Hazel? And does one look like a dragon? As you are looking very closely at these yellow flowers, you get either a finger or a little stick bug leg that's <laughs> very, very close to one of them. And you see this flower literally rears up and goes <laughs> and tries to oh, bite no. what comes near it. Gotcha. So that's why looking doesn't work. Cool. So that's the snapdragon. Has to be investigating. Okay, great. And we do want that. We need witch hazel versus pansy. Okay, what might they do if you I, get up close to them? I, I yell at the flower and see if it goes, oh, I'm so scared, because it's a pansy. Actually, yelling does get a response, but it's not what you're expecting. You hear this little noise of harsh laughter. <laughs> I guess that's the witch hazel. Okay, that seems likely. That sounds witchy. All right, well, we have our plants. Mm -hmm. Okay, ideally we have our plants, so we pick one, just one of each of those, right? Yeah, or, just a little bit well, of each of them. Yeah, let's hope that we get the statue right first try. Okay, we want to find some stringy stuff that's going on in the hedges. Is that easy enough to find something that we could use as a string trapped in the hedge? Very much so. Fantastic. And so now all we need is this hagstone business. Yes. We don't have any hagstones. None of the stones in the path are hagstones. And apparently if we listen to something, we might be able to hear... What do I want to do? I want to figure out this um this rhyme. This if you've lost your hagstone, don't pull out your hair. Listen something something something. Listen out for the hollow. There are only so many words that could be right if it does rhyme. Don't pull out your hair. Just listen close for the hollow bear chair lair glare. You're right. There are too many words. Tear. And that is if it is a rhyme. Stare. Oh, stare. Is there a hollow stare? Ooh, that makes sense. Going over and sort of tapping on each of the stairs, you do hear a hollow noise come from one of them. Oh, fantastic. Okay, get up close to that, maybe give it a bit more of a tap, or stick our ear down to it. To... Oh, just, can we, can we like, prize the oh, stair open? Oh, you think open? it can be prized open? It was only held together by gravity. <laughs> That's true. Mortar and gravity. <laughs> uh, this one does seem to be held together more by gravity than mortar, and it is not difficult to pry it up. <laughs> pry it up every stone, didn't think to do it with the stairs. <laughs> it's because we found the dish. So yeah, like, that's true. We got distracted like, by that. Dish. Like, oh, great. Yep, we did that's, it. That's how it's done. All right, yep. Inside the stair, you see a little bundle, and inside the bundle are a rather large collection of hagstones. Okay, well, that's handy. Okay, so I say we uh, open up the book again, and we follow the instructions for putting together this uh, bracelet anklet that we want for moving stones, including the flowers that we've just picked. 
mm-hmm. including that. Did the hagstone get also looped through the string? I reckon it's like yeah, it's good. That's why it's got a hole in it, right? I it's makes got a string good through the hagstone. All mm-hmm. the yeah, all the plants make a little bracelet. And then pick our favorite god whose hands are open but need a little moving. No. no? I think we got to go to the Alex Horn statue uh-huh. with its hands clenched in fists because uh-huh. it'll have a key inside of its clenched hands. Ah, I see. That's what I think we need to do. All right. So you find the one with the clenchiest hands. Yeah, the, the one that looks most like it's holding a key in its, in its clenched fists. <laughs> and we we try and activate that stone. You tie the bracelet on and... I want to sit on this image for a second because we see <laughs> this young witch in her Victorian nightgown with her little stick bug familiar staring up at this enormous stone statue of a Roman god. And what do you ask of it in this moment? Well, I can't speak. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an insect. Um, hello, uh, sir, Mr. Your Honor. Um, might I shake your hand? You don't have to trick the statue. You can just be like, hey, might, do you have a key or open your hands? you open your hand, just of lordly hands? You hear this deep grumbling as if a bass voice is coming from the statue very quietly, and it shifts and it opens its palms to you, <gasps> and you see two letters inscribed very largely, one on each palm. Ooh. You see the letters N and U as it holds its hands very close together. Oh, do we need to go to each of these statues and get all of their letters? Oh, maybe. Can we go up to another statue and do the same thing and see what letters it gives us? Mm -hmm. You make a new bracelet. Uh, You have gone up to a statue that had its hands pretty close together. It was one of five Mm -hmm. that had its hands pretty close together, and there are two that have their hands spread much farther apart. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, should we do all the close togetheries first? Yeah, let's do all the close togetheries. You have already gotten N U. Mm-hmm. You also have E Y A S T H and J A. All right, and then the two faries. Those are E K and S H. Okay, well, we can make the name Janus. That's true. And That's handy. They... Okay. Oh, it says Janus, J-A-N-U-S space, yeah. H, then A-S, Janus mm-hmm. has, then T-H-E the key. space, K-E-Y. Janus has the key. Okay, that's fantastic. Good to know. Thank you, gods. So now we've got to call Janus. Except- Predatorness be damned. Just hide me under your little hat so Janus won't eat me. And then we make a squeaky sound on the door to summon Janus. I don't know. This seems... Still not great. And again, even if Janus doesn't eat you, they're still going to squeal on us. Well, we kill Janus. I think we just Man, summon that the cat. Sounds no, like we just, the that sounds like we've just got to push it. Yeah, summon the cat. We All right. Make a squeaking you mouse sound. hide in the wall. Yep, I'm in the wall. And I guess I very lightly squeak at the door. A very old, chubby, fluffy, gruff, angry cat comes running up to you and sits at your feet near the food dish. Oh, what can I do? Oh god, I really don't want to just steal an egg from a bird nest, nor do I want to kill my familiar. <laughs> Looking down at this cat, you see, glinting in the moonlight, a single silver key hanging from his collar. Grab a key. What's cat yeah. gonna do? Yeah, can I if I just reach my hand down to towards the collar? Any he reaction? makes a face, but does nothing to stop you. 
Oh, thank God. Hey, Janus, I will totally sneak you food next dinner if you let me take this and keep your cat mouth shut. We good? You see a look a of recognition in this cat's eyes and you remove the key. Okay, I got the key. I head over to the little window that is covered by the trees and I see if that's going to unlock that window. It does indeed. All right, then, thank God. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to be a homestick insect or a garden stick I'm insect? In the garden. I'm I've got to be insect. honest, you're a familiar. I don't know what happens to your existence. Oh, when you disappear, I disappear. When you go inside, I'll cease to exist. Are you okay with that? I mean, that's fine. <laughs> All right. That's I, just the way things are. All right, I fit into the perfect chrysanthemum-shaped hole and sidle my way into the cellar. Entering the cellar, you manage to hop down close the window behind you and run as quietly as you can upstairs and leap into your bed where eventually Miss Hawthorne finds you sound asleep. Where's Vivian? <laughs> Vivian looks flummoxed and almost angrier than you thought a person could be when she sees you there the next morning. 